All right, my loves, I'm Andy and welcome to Anxiously Awesome. Living with anxiety is hard and sometimes difficult to talk about and I want to end the silence and talk about it. It's a roller coaster and I'm inviting you to join me for the ride. Is it even possible to be anxious and awesome? Yes, it is. And yes, you can be awesome too. Hello, happy Friday and wow, what is with this heatwave? I am not complaining, I like it hot, but I'm not sure about the increased number of hornets and I don't know about you, but I keep getting things bite me on the ankles. Don't like it. Now, I didn't know what to talk about um, in today's episode. I have got many episode plans, but this week I've been really struggling to get myself into the office to actually record anything. And the truth is I've been having a real mental fight over the last couple of months. And I think I've been hiding it well, but I don't want to hide it. The whole reason that I started this podcast was to let people know that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to talk about it. And I just wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't talk about it. So here is the backstory. And that is quite literal. And my husband has suffered with chronic back pain for years. He had an accident in the army. He's had several surgeries and he's on tons of different pain medication but despite this he has managed to fish commercially on his fishing boat for I think it's over 20 years and only occasionally has his back pain been so bad that he's had to take time off work. So when his pain flared up a couple of months ago we figured it would pass in a couple of weeks and and he'd get back to work but it didn't. It didn't improve like usual and in fact it got worse Um, and over the past few months I've had to watch him struggle in more pain than I think I have ever seen him in before and for longer. He tried physio, which initially helped, but then not so much. And finally, a couple of weeks ago, he went for an MRI and we got the results a couple of days ago and it's spinal stenosis. So the spaces in the spine narrow and that creates like pressure on the spinal cord and the nerves which explains why he's been in so much pain i think it's linked to osteoporosis so the plan is a pain block injection initially and then surgery later on but with the nhs waiting lists the way they are we have absolutely no idea how long he's going to have to wait so that is the backstory it has been really difficult to watch the person that I love hurt so much. He's he's constantly in agony, he's tired, it's getting him down. Um, the pain's waking him up at night, so we're both fatigued because it's just broken night's sleep. And we're both self-employed and we don't know how this is eventually going to impact us financially. So he's also worried about that on top of everything else. And for me personally, I'm exhausted. I am physically and mentally exhausted. Uh, I feel completely helpless just, just watching him in pain and being unable to do anything. Can't do anything to make it better. And I feel sad that he may have to give up his job. He loves his job. He loves fishing and he might have to sell his boat. He loves his boat. And it's a lifestyle. It's more than just a job. It's a lifestyle. And um, there is a possibility he might have to give that all up. 
I'm also very frustrated. I'm frustrated that he's frustrated. Um, he's frustrated because he can't do anything. He can't do simple tasks like walk the dog every day or load the dishwasher or even drive around down the road to visit his parents. I don't think he's seen them for weeks. And my my emotions have been all over the place. I've been sad, angry, positive, negative, frustrated, hopeful, regretful, worried. Yeah, it's been shit. It's been really shit. And I felt really selfish coming here to talk about me and how this is affecting me. Because after all, I'm not the one that's in pain, but it is impacting me too. And I think the other person often gets forgotten in situations like this. And I realised that when I was in work last week. Now, I work for a retired doctor and he knows what's been going on because, you know, I've been asking him questions and I've been telling him about the symptoms. So, yeah, he he knows what, what the crack's been for the last few months. And last week he said to me, how are you? Now, I immediately started talking about John and his pain and he stopped me and he said, no, I asked, how are you? And I think I almost burst into tears because no one had asked me how I feel and nobody would asked me how I was doing. And it honestly took me by surprise. I'm not OK. I feel a sense of relief now that we've got a diagnosis and that I know kind of what the next steps are, but I'm still quite emotional. But I know Mia 10 years ago may have just packed her bags and run away from it all. And that's the truth. I, I just wouldn't have handled it at all. I would have just wanted to run away. 2023, Andy, is stronger than that. I do get home from work sometimes and sit in my car for 10 minutes just to mentally prepare myself to come inside the house to watch him in pain and just yeah just get myself ready you know to put some positives in my head so I can come through the door as my happy-go-lucky self with a joke and a smile because I don't want to come in being all miserable because he's miserable enough as it is I want to keep his spirits high now I am so grateful for the constants in my life, the habits that I've created so that I am able to get through this because I'm taking care of myself first so that I'm more physically and mentally able to take care of him. I practice mindset, meditation, I read my personal development books and that all, all helps with the negative thoughts and keeps my mind focused. I get up and I work out because it releases my frustration and gives me a sense of accomplishment. I run or I walk with the dog because it gives me time outside to just breathe and soak up Mother Nature and lets me know that the world's still turning. I drink my water because it's the nutrient that my brain needs to function properly. It keeps me alert and it clears the brain fog. I dance in my kitchen because it makes me laugh at myself, it makes me feel happy and it transports me back to a time when I danced around my bedroom singing into a hairbrush and I had absolutely no worries. I talk to the girls in Team Awesome, my fitness group, because I need the normality about talking about the random shit that we talk about in the mornings and just having a good giggle and they are my voice of reason when I can't think straight. I'm trying to eat well. 
there has been a lot of convenience, quick, fast food, um, a lot of comfy eating going on. And you know, good food equals good mood. A high percentage of our serotonin is actually produced in our gut. That's the happy hormone, if you don't know. So feeding yourself the good stuff increases serotonin production, therefore making you happier. So I'm going to get in the kitchen this weekend. No more crap. No more mindless grazing. Now, I always say you shouldn't worry about the things you have no control over. But when that thing is your husband being in constant pain, it's undoubtedly a worry. I have no control over the waiting time for his operation or how successful it's going to be in reducing his pain. I can, however, be hopeful. I can continue to support him in any way he needs. I can take care of my physical and mental health so that I am better able to take care of him. I can talk about how hard it is without feeling selfish about how it's affecting me. I can, no, we can get through this. Now, John is my hero. He saved me and he helped me and he supports me on this roller coaster of an anxiety, ADHD driven ride every day, even when he's in pain. And I just wish that I could help him as much as he has helped me. And I wish I could take his pain away just for one day, just to give him a break. But I can't. It's funny, really. Not, not the pain, obviously. That's not funny. But the fact he has helped me turn into the person that I am today, almost like he's trained me for the last 13 years in preparation for this, to be strong enough for this, to be strong enough to help him get through this. Maybe the universe puts together for, for this reason. Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling quite emotional today. I just wanted to get this out there because I needed to get this podcast recorded. It's Thursday night. The podcast goes out just after midnight and I just needed to get this done. So thank you for listening to my totally unplanned waffle today. I just needed to talk this out and tell you that I'm having a hard time and remind you that it is okay not to be okay. And it's good to talk about it better out than in, right? Normal service will resume next week. And even though I'm having a tough time right now, it's still okay to get in touch with me. All right. If there's anything you want to chat about, and to be honest, I'd be glad of the distraction. I'll put my, um, Instagram link in the description. So yeah, just hit me up with a DM in there if you if you want to chat about anything. Or you have some amazing pearls of wisdom for me while I go through this troubling time. So yeah, I'm going to cut it short there. Um, otherwise, I'll just waffle on and on and on. I don't want to do that. So I hope you have an absolutely awesome weekend. Hope you don't get too hot. Um, thank you for spending some time with me today. And for for listening. It just helps to know people are listening and um, I'm going to go and I will catch you later.